You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to 32 Fans and 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it going? It's going so great. Everything I wanted to happen for the Jets has happened. You know, is happening. Oh. For you, eighth it's of great. the way. Okay. Eighth of the way to 0-16. That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> I was literally just in the bathroom before. I was like dreaming about Sam Darnold. Yeah, we don't need to hear what you dream about when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like. Be so great when Sam Darnold's on the team next. What a, so Sam Darnold, that's what gets you going. All right. <laughs> I'm so excited for him. I, I'm the opposite. I could not be downer that I am. You could, well, who can? Why are you down? Like your your team is good. They're just you know right now the quarterback's not healthy, but he'll be healthy in a couple. Well, weeks. Right now, I mean, it's exactly the same as how I felt last year when when you know when Teddy went down. Except now we don't even have. I mean, there's no first round pick to waste on some, you know, mediocre replacement. I mean, we saw the difference between Sam Bradford and Case Keenum is the difference between like I don't know, Peyton Manning and Sam Bradford. It's it's just so enormous the gulf, mm-hmm. right? Bradford is a competent NFL quarterback who has the potential to be very good. You know, can show glimpses of that. Case Keenum's ceiling is that he's a bad third string quarterback. You know. Yeah. Well, Other than that random three-game sampling for, uh, in Houston at the beginning of his career. Yeah, but. no, he stinks. But it's your fault for not getting, um, you know. Kaepernick? A, a be- yeah, you should have Kaepernick. It's it? crazy. I've you know been upset at the NFL owners for the Kaepernick thing. But, you know, whatever. I don't really have a horse in the race. <laughs> now I do, of course. And even the, uh, the, the, the local hot take artist columnist in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Jim Suhan, he wrote an article today saying how, uh, you know, it was malpractice that the Vikings didn't add Kaepernick. And this is a hot take artist who'd always be on the other side of those issues. It's actually funny because I, I, I waded into the comments, which is obviously a mistake. And I saw all of like Suhan's old fans turning on him. <laughs> yeah. But he's absolutely right. Like this is a team that, you know, two years in a row has been felled by an injured quarterback. And like we don't even know with Bradford. Like it went from like he was totally fine on Wednesday to he was out on Sunday. And now he might be playing next week or he might be out for six weeks or he might never play again. Or maybe he doesn't have any legs anymore. It doesn't sound like he's going to play next week. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Right. I it, someone made the point so. that he's been injured so much he doesn't even know when he's injured, which is why like he was telling everyone. Yeah, there was so much scar tissue on his knees that you couldn't see it in the MRI. He was telling like the me- media people that he, Saturday night that he was playing. Yeah, because I, I still don't know. And he, he couldn't walk. Bruise, apparently. Well, he has a bone bruise, which is the cell, same thing Miguel Sano has had, and Miguel Sano was supposed to be back pinch hitting like two weeks ago, and now they say he might not even play again this year. So. Bad news in Minnesota. A lot of bones being bruised. 
Yeah. So I, I think, uh, you know, uh, we're going to do a draft at the beginning of every single NFL, you know, regular season podcast. And this week is no different. Last week we did um, a truly <laughs> beloved uh, 1994 fantasy football NFL draft from memory. We just had to guess who was good. You won that draft pretty easily. Um, and we didn't bet for money. But if people remember the first year of the podcast, we did like 5 or $10 bets every week. So I don't know if you still have that chart. Yeah, it was, so I do have the chart. Uh, what happened is we said somebody would only have to pay out if they got to plus 10, which was going to be unlikely. Plus 100. But then plus we made 100. a – Yeah. Yeah, they'd want. Yeah, they'd they'd be plus ten in the number of bets. Yeah, so plus a hundred in the winnings. Mm-hmm. Um, I was plus ten dollars, one bet up on you, and then we made a fifty dollar bet, and so I won that one. So I was actually up to plus sixty. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, but then I never got any further. So you're at so plus sixty. That's All right, where so we we'll, bet, we'll bet five bucks right now. And <laughs> what are we betting on? Okay, this week's draft is WNBA Finals fantasy draft. Oh, oh, you're you're putting me in a good mood. The the only winning team in Minnesota, and by the way, the the greatest. Uh, you know the, the the greatest team in in American team sports in the last what twenty years thirty years what the minute probably probably since the late the Minnesota probably Lakers. since the late nineties Yankees yeah oh they're a lot they're, they're much more a dynasty than the Patriots are how many how many years have they won in a row they didn't win well, last year they the, lost the Sparks right well yeah because the bullshit the call if you remember at the very end of uh, Game Five of the finals that's all I think about of course I remember. Yeah, it was it was a complete bullshit call, and uh, it cost them uh, it cost them what a third title in four years. So now it'll be a three titles in five years, I think. But uh, yeah, I'm all in on the links. Okay, that's all I have. So we're each gonna well, I have I have the twins. Uh, I have the twins limping their way to the second wild card. They're going to play in New York, and I'm not even going to know who won that game for 12 hours because I'm going to be stuck on an international flight. Yeah, you accidentally booked a flight during during that game. That was a bad move by you. It, to be fair, it's not accidental. I, I the Twins' chances to make the playoffs the day I booked the flight was nine percent or ten percent or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you still got a sort so. of. Uh, you, I would kill for a nine percent chance. I, I didn't expect them. I didn't expect them after the trade deadline, after they gave away a starting pitcher and their closer, to all of a sudden go on a crazy run. Yeah, the team's OPS. The whole team is batting uh, has an OPS of nine hundred since the All Star break. It's pretty good. And they're also the youngest. Uh, they have the youngest lineup in baseball. So. They have no pitching, but uh, hitting looks good. Yeah. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're each going to pick a team of five players. It's points only. There's only two teams. Uh, do you want first pick or next two? Uh, I'll give you I'll give you the first pick because I have all my uh, Lynx knowledge, so I have an unfair advantage here. <laughs> okay. Have you watched any WNBA games this year, by the way? Have I watched a game? No. Do I check the like the box scores to make sure the Lynx win every day? Oh, yes. you do? You check every day? Wow. Well, not every day. Well, so here's the thing. So, so the Lynx were sort of like the Dodgers this year, where they look like they might set the record for like the greatest uh, uh, regular season team ever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like the Dodgers, they went in a second half swoon, and they almost actually lost the one seed. And then they uh, sort of like the Dodgers are doing actually. Um, and then they did hold hold off and uh, and hold on to it. So you know, I I, ha- I have watched WNBA Finals games before, and I quite likely will this year as well. A whole game, no, but you know, I'll, I'll tune in in the fourth quarter if it's close. Okay. The caliber of the basketball, by the way, is like, you know, at least in the finals, is, is good caliber basketball. Yeah. No, I and I like women's college basketball. I'm not a WNBA guy normally, but I do like women's. Uh, and I'm a women's sports fan, but I, I, I do like... Um, but the women's game in college, it's hard to find competition because UConn is so head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, but I'm a UConn fan, so that doesn't really bother me so much. It's fun to like see. But them. watching them win 60... Well, the, the Lynx had a game like that this year where they were winning 52-9, to nine, I think, was the score. Right. At a certain point, yeah. Um, I, I, UConn is is so is this year is going to be like the best team they ever had. Also, like they they have like you know all Americans who have to like transfer because they can't even be like the twelfth man uh, or woman. Um, anyway, um, 
Okay, so I, I have the first pick. I'm going to go from the Los Angeles Sparks. Uh, I'm going to go with Candace Parker, who cannot even make the... She's probably the best player in the world, but for some reason, not on the uh, American national team. Best player in the world? She's not even the best player on her own team. No, a lot of people think she is. Yeah, uh, that's a strange pick. Uh, a strange pick because uh, the Lynx have the uh, the reigning uh, WNBA MVP. So uh, I'm obviously going to go with Sylvia Fowles, and then I get another pick also, right? Yeah, you get two picks. All right. Uh, should, should, I, should I take another Link? Lynx? Link? How do you, what's the singular of Lynx? Or, I don't know. Or, or should, or should, we, I, should I take the other good player on uh, – you know what? What's the singular? No, you have to be able to pronounce it if you want to pick the other <laughs> That's good player. Probably the Spark. other good player on the Sparks is Neneka Ogwamuki? Mike? How close is I? Nika Ogumike. Nika Ogumike. Nika Ogumike. She went to Stanford, right? I don't know. I only know the links. I don't know the rest of the league. She's like one of the best players in the league, and she wasn't like that big of a deal in college. All right, you know what? I'll just take Maya Moore because I know how to pronounce that. Okay, so I got Nika Ogumike. Yeah, obviously. So basically, Sweet. you're taking the links. And I, you're taking the Sparks and taking the links. Well, let's see. Let's see if I uh, continue this. Yeah, and I'm going to take a third link, Chelsea Gray. A third spark. Fifteen points a game. A third spark. A third spark. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so I'm going to take Simeon Augustus, obviously. And we really do have a three and three. And then I'm going to uh, steal a player from your team, uh, Odyssey Sims, who was actually uh, second on the team in scoring in their uh, in their conference in their semifinal uh, round. What so college did Odyssey Sims go to? I have no idea. <laughs> Baylor. She went to Baylor. See, I'm, I'm a diehard college basketball There's player. also only like four relevant uh, women's basketball True. programs. True. So. I'm going to go with Rebecca Brunson from the okay. Lynx. Yeah. And now I have to decide between UConn's own Renee Montgomery or Janelle. I'm going to go with Renee Montgomery. Okay. Wait, hold on. Let me see, let me see who did better in the play. In the, uh... <laughs> this is riveting radio podcast. Riveting. Um, yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with Renee Montgomery. Okay, and I will take Lindsey Whalen. She doesn't really score, but, uh, you know, she's the point guard. She's the straw that stirs the like 52. Right well, yeah, but she was injured in the second half. Is when she um, is when the wild the links went into their little bit of a swoon. You saw how I said wild, by the way. These they sort of they hold the same place in my heart as sort of the secondary Minnesota teams. Uh, Lindsey Whalen, by the way, that Gophers women's team that was the year that the women I think had the one seed in the women's tournament, and I watched all of their games in the tournament that year. That was very exciting. Or maybe they were a seven seed. They just went to the final four. I forget what was it. I don't. Know. Do you remember? Whatever. When Lindsey Whalen was at Minnesota, the Gophers women's team had one good year. So, all right. So uh, I have uh, four links and one spark. You have, I think, the reverse. And uh, whoever, what is it? Whoever scores more points in the finals wins. Yeah. Did you write down who at who, though? Yeah, I wrote it down here. Okay. Um, also, the Sparks don't have a UConn player. I think the only team in the WNBA not to have a player from UConn. Maya Moore didn't go to UConn? No, the Sparks, I said, don't have a UConn player. Uh, links, have, links have Maya and Renee Montgomery. Yeah. Oh, really? So so you're rooting against your own? All right, whatever. Okay, well, that's enough care. WNBA once they, talk. once they make it to the big leagues, they're on their own, you know? So you don't still follow, like, Ray Allen? and? You know. Well, I don't have a team in the WNBA also. I do. I follow, but the UConn has very few guys in the league right now also. Well, Connecticut Sun, what happened to them? They're, I mean, they're in They're in the WNBA. They're just not very good. Oh, oh and you're a Fairweather fan, of course. Yeah, you only like the Spurs. No, I don't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not from Connecticut. Like, I don't root for all Connecticut teams. Why would I root for the Connecticut Suns? Doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't I root well, for the New York Liberty? Well, why do you vote? Why do you root for all the UConn teams? Um, because I had a lot of family went to UConn. And used to buy me UConn stuff when I was a little kid. 
And they had like Deron Sheffer and the yeah, and they had like the Dot Vanifield and Deron Sheffer. So, I mean, UConn fans. But, okay, but, but I'm saying, but why do you root? But what I'm saying is, you you have a reason to root for the UConn men's basketball team. But why do you root for the UConn women's team and the UConn college football team? And the reason oh, is well, because they're, if they're all bound up in one program, yeah, well, the Connecticut bound Sun. Up in one program. The Connecticut okay, Sun is not part of that program. But essentially, it was the only reason that teams are part of university. Connecticut Sun play in a crappy But the only reason the Connecticut Sun were created was because of the fact that UConn women's basketball team was there. Yeah, and that's nothing right. to do with me, though. Yeah. I mean, I, that's their problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So let's, let's turn to week three. Uh, uh, the Case Keenum uh, Redux, probably. Ugh, terrible. Well, what should we do here? I, I ranked the games from best to worst this week. Uh, there's a, there's no great games. So, yeah, let's start from worst, okay. but let's do it. Well, actually, I've got a um, – Harold Rosengarten told me about a game, and I was wondering if you want to play it this week, and then maybe we could do quick sure, picks let's play for week game. three. So him, and, him and Amir uh, – People know Amir uh, from maybe the Seinfeld podcast. Play a game where Harold, and I could be mixing up who does who, Harold gets to pick six teams at the beginning of the year. And, you know, saying that the, one of those six teams will the championship, and failed. Amir gets the other the other 26. Yeah. So do you want to play six versus 26? <clears throat> so last year, obviously, the Falcons would have been in the 26. But then, of course, the Patriots were in the six. Right. The Falcons would have been the 26 last year, although you may have heard they did not win, so you would have lost. Uh, But do you want the six or the 26? Well, so here's the thing. You have to set the – like, so I would would take the six. What would you take? If I gave you the choice, what would you take? I would take the six. Yeah. So in other words, we have to auction it. So what about five? Would you take five or 27? Okay. Good question. At that yeah, point, I, would, I think I the over five. under is five. And I would half. take five. Yeah. I'll take okay, five. so I'll give you five and I'll take twenty seven. Beautiful. Okay. And this is another five dollar okay. bet. Okay. Okay. Five teams right now. New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers, yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Now it gets tough. To me, those are like the three obvious teams. Uh, and by the way, my thesis for the NFL this season, after two weeks, is that this is the top heaviest and bottom heaviest the league has been in a long time. There there are no there's no middle. The middle is like a couple teams in the AFC South and like maybe like the Dolphins or the Bills. Like there's no middle in the whole NFL. It's crazy. So my other two teams, I really didn't like what I saw at Dallas yesterday. And, you know, I hate you hate what you see out of Seattle every week. I don't know. This is tough. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. Wow. In your top five all of a sudden. In my top wow. five. And... The Oakland Raiders. Oakland, you were all really down on Oakland in the preseason, so you've been converted. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, but I feel like their ceiling. I still don't love, love, love them, but I feel like their ceiling is higher than some of the other the two other teams I thought about. I mean, I thought about Seattle, but there's, a, I, I just can't. That offensive line can't win a Super Bowl. So the other two teams I really considered were Kansas City and Tampa Bay. All right. So Atlanta, who's number one in my power rankings through two weeks, not even wow. a thought for you. No, I don't think they're going to win it. I just blew it's the ins- yes, they did. They did beat the Packers, who were missing both their tackles. I, to me, people like ESPN today. When I went on ESPN.com, like the headline was, uh, you know, like Falcons like have exercised the deep. No, they haven't. The Falcons literally cannot exercise last year until they win the Super Bowl. And even if they win the Super Bowl, it will haunt them for the rest of their life. And didn't they beat the Packers twice last year in the regular season and the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not saying the Falcons are bad, but but they're no, no, not. No, no, what I'm my, saying is so my... to say they exercise their demons by beating a team they've already beaten twice. Right. No oh, yeah, yeah. That, it, it's bananas. Like, they could go 16-0, no, 
they still haven't exercised a thing. They need to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's a bad take, obviously. Um, all right, so I'm going to get the field. So I'm getting yeah. Atlanta. I'm getting Kansas City. I'm getting mm-hmm. Seattle. I'm getting Dallas. I'm getting... Uh, Tampa they, and Tennessee, I mean, the trendy teams. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't... Seattle. Well, we'll, well, I mean, it's frustrating because Vikings I was really excited. Yeah, I was really excited to see the Vikings in Pittsburgh. And then I was really excited to see the Vikings this week beat down Tampa, who everybody's overhyping because they beat the crappy Bears at home. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as long as Case Keenum's involved, there's no chance. So, Right. But if you could float, if, like, let's say he misses two more weeks and you manage to win one of them, who do you play the next two weeks? Wait, so you say we managed to beat Tampa with Case Keenum? Yeah, if Minnesota gets the 2-2 two and two with Case Keenum and then Bradford comes back, they're still okay. Well, okay, so we're playing Tampa this week at home. Uh, it's just the offense could do literally nothing with that. With yeah, Case I don't, yeah, I don't think you'd be Tampa with Case Keenum. And Who's then the next backup? Week we're the Bears. It's like literally a guy you just signed from the practice squad, right? It's the guy from the Broncos. Yeah, it's the guy they paid twenty thousand dollars to be on their uh, practice squad. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's not good. It's it just it's again, it's criminal that they don't sign Kaepernick. Just you know, you can't say that Kaepernick doesn't give you a better chance to win than Case Keenum. No, you can't. And don't give me bullshit about how they like run the offense. Right, you're the way. first team that lost your QB. I mean, I guess Miami too. Miami eight was the only team that had like a legitimate reason for not signing Kaepernick. Well, what's the legitimate well, reason? Well, it, not. I wouldn't say legitimate, but like they had a concern because he wore because he wore a shirt yeah. with. I don't know. I mean, they had they had a concern <laughs> that got, that went beyond the other thirty one teams' concern, which is like being pro Castro. Pro Castro is is just like such a deal breaker in South Florida. Because of the Cuban yeah. community, yeah. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> but I mean, listen, they still should have signed him. They didn't have any. It's not, it's not pro Castro. But he, they didn't know, have any fans. He, he had worn a T-shirt with Shea on it. Is, is, is what, what he actually did is he wore a T-shirt with is Shea. That all on he it, did? I think. I think that's the extent of his. Now, to be, f- I've always been. It's always been a pet peeve of mine. The sort of the uh, the embrace the embrace of Shea Guevara is sort of a well, cool but the dirtbag icon. Is, is definitely pro Castro, like the Chapo crowd. But I'm not. But, no, but but I'm talking like like, like Shea. It's always been oh, cool to wear like Shea t-shirts. Right. Like, Shea Guevara was a, that you right that you necessarily identify. But what I'm saying is Shea Guevara was a mass murderer. Like he was in charge of a prison where it murdered like what like two thousand mm-hmm. innocent people in Cuba. Like he's a scumbag. I don't care. Okay, the guys on the other side were just as bad. But Are you it, both you know, sides in Shea Guevara. Now I sound like a <laughs> no. Shea Guevara is a terrible terrorist okay. and he's burning in hell. He's an awful human mm. being. Okay, he fought bad guys. That doesn't make him a good guy. Stalin and Hitler fought each other. That doesn't okay. mean one of them's good. Right. Anyways, off my high horse. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, but so the Dolphins went with Cutler. Whatever. I'd rather have Cutler than uh, Case Keenum. <laughs> what about Tony Romo? Why doesn't he come out of retirement and come play for the Vikings? Yeah, yeah. It's too bad he's like really doing well because if he had bad first two weeks, I bet he would go to yeah. Minnesota. That's a good spot for him. <laughs> yeah, the Broncos don't need him anymore. Trevor Simeon looks really good. I mean, if he if he saw Sam Bradford go like twenty eight for thirty. Like, he, he must imagine, like, he's going to go 31 for 30 with that offense. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bradford's the is the, mo- is the uh, most accurate quarterback in NFL history, of course. So. Yeah, but that's really – a lot of that's, like, started last year. He wasn't yeah. always, you know, Not a, yeah, yeah. at 68% I, 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 with the Rams. Okay. All right. So what's the worst game this week? Well, uh, usually the worst game is whoever your Jets are playing. But this, this week, there's even a worse game. It's Cleveland as a favorite on the road at Indianapolis. Yeah. I, it's funny because I was there's another game that's just absolutely abominable this week besides the Jet game and besides that game, but um, yeah, I mean I don't care who wins. Could we just not pick this game? Who cares? So last I almost week, beat uh, you we, and picked the spread. By the way, yeah. So uh, I had a horrible, horrible week and picked the spread. Um, 
I think one of the worst weeks I've ever had. I did edge by you, but a sale and Bill both uh, blew me out of the water. I'll post that on the Facebook group in a little bit, like I did last week. Um, in in picking winners and losers, as a reminder, in week one I beat you by one. Last week we had four disagreements, so last week we actually tied. Um, we split our four disagreements, so we tied in week two. Um, you don't want, you want to actually not pick this game, Cleveland at Indy. Yeah, I don't think we should pick it. I think it's too bad to pick. No, we got to pick every game. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought uh, that I, I thought that uh, Cleveland would be favored, but Indy's favored. No, Cleveland's favored. Or the opposite. Sorry. We all thought Indy uh, yeah. favored. They're at home. Cle- Cleveland. I would. I would guess Cleveland has not been favored on the road since they came back into the league in '99. Well, what, that would be what, my guess. Is this Probably. is this Hogan versus Brissett? <laughs> like is Kaiser out? I really. I guess that's. The update but, if, but if Kaiser's out, then how is Cleveland favored? It's bonkers. Right. Yeah. No. If Kaiser's out, I think the I think the Colts actually win this game. By the way, the Colts going to overtime against Arizona, or what? Like, how big of an indictment is that against Arizona? Oh, Arizona should actually be disbanded. I think yeah, your like lock the, of the week they, was Arizona to cover eight and a half, <laughs> and they couldn't even yeah. do that against. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is a migraine? I've never heard of a quarterback having a migraine before. Well, Percy Harvin had them all the time. You remember? Right. I guess like people have them, and and just like. They never go away. It's not. That's not great. That's not a great sign. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick the the Colts to win. Uh, if if Kaiser comes back and is healthy, I would pick the Browns though. All right. Um, all right. So we're both picking the Colts. Okay. So we don't have disagreement there. Uh, we agree. It's a terrible game. We will not watch it. All right. Uh, the Dolphins at your Jets. Not gonna watch that one. Uh, you know, Dolphins are gonna win. The Dolphins uh, pulled one out of their butts against the Chargers. Chargers now with two very tough losses to start the season. So we can all jump off that bandwagon, right? Yeah. That's a pretty typical. Uh, I mean, they're still they're going to be very tough to beat. Like they're yeah, not. A there, there's no chance. The they're not making the playoffs. All right. I mean, they're way they're way too behind eight ball. They're zero and two. Everyone else in the no, division is two and zero. So. No, they, I mean they could get oh, to yeah, eight and eight, eight somehow, eight, yeah. and and they still won't go right, near so the Dolphins. Going to be the Jets, even from zero and two. No, but that, but they might win the AFC South. Still, they might be better than yeah. the teams in the yeah. AFC South. Um, I think the Jets are going to keep it close here. I, I don't think they're going to be able to really stop Ajay, but they just have been able to move the ball a little bit surprisingly. Their defense has been way worse than you could have imagined. Um, I have a twenty-four fourteen Miami, right. a ten-point loss, a uh, which is great news for yeah. uh, <laughs> the Jets. All right, uh, I mean, either it, our biggest competition is Indy and Cleveland right now. I guess maybe San Francisco for the one. So you, not the, the Bears because again, I, I have the Bears starting the season zero nine or zero ten, something like that. Mm, I, I mean, I, I, I just think two. the Bears have reason to get. The problem is Fox. Like so, there's so. When I said like the league is bottom heavy, some of these guys are in danger danger of being fired. Like Pagano's in huge danger yeah. of being fired. Bowles is in, in danger of being fired. Fox is in major yeah. danger of being fired. Like there's a lot of guys who are who are you know. So who knows what happens if they have yeah. those guys? All right. Well, we mentioned Fox. To me, that's the third worst game of the week. Pittsburgh at Chicago. On the one hand, Pittsburgh struggled in Week One on the road against a crappy team in Cleveland, and Chicago at home almost beat Atlanta and probably should have in Week One. On the other hand, Chicago looked so bad last week. So uh, to me, this is a boring game because Pittsburgh Pittsburgh should win this game by twenty. Yeah, no, Pittsburgh will blow them out. I mean, the, the the thing about Pittsburgh that impressed me in that Vikings game was their offense didn't do that much. But then again, you know the Vikings have a very good defense. Uh, Xavier Rhodes did a good job against Antonio Brown. What impressed me was their defensive line. I mean, they were just and again, Case Keenum is garbage, and the Vikings offensive line might be garbage, but they were really battering uh, Case Keenum. Yeah. So. Uh, bad news for Mike Glennon. Uh, Mike Glennon looks like Tamir Goodman. What do you say to that hot take by Ari Gold? Ooh, Mike Lennon looks like Tamir Goodman. Hold on, I got. They both have long faces and red hair. Yeah, he does look like Tamir Goodman. He's a little bolder. So you, uh, he, they do have a similar. Glennon is. Yeah, they're pretty similar looking. A similar. 
All right. So Ari Golda, Akiva likes that take. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh's winning. Obviously, we don't disagree there. Another crappy game. The Rams against the 49ers. I can't believe this game is not like one of the two or three worst games. That's insane. That's the Thursday night game. It's a victory for thir- so Thursday night football. It's a victory, victory that they have the fourth worst game. Victory for, victory for the Jews. Oh, because it's Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, we don't have to watch this one. Yeah. Yeah. No, like literally, you know, the, we we would have had to be stuck watching this game. It's great. We won't even know who won until Saturday. Yeah. You and I. Yeah, we'll be uh, dipping our apples in our honey and uh, not even caring about this game. All right. Uh, so Rams at San Francisco. <sighs> I mean, so the Rams, you know, obviously week one, that was just a function of playing the Colts. You know, they lose at home to Washington, which I am happy about because that was a call of mine. But um, can we talk about how you already spoiled both bets from the podcast in the Facebook group? Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I was just typing that. I didn't mean to enter it. <laughs> when do you Whoops. delete it? I mean, I mean, it's literally half the podcast. Whatever. Now. This is what happened, which is fine. It's just like <laughs> you may as well just do the podcast in the in the comment section and like the chat Second. Yeah, no, no. All right. Okay, fine. Sorry. <laughs> I was just typing that to like enter it and then I type something to enter right. it. Because I, cause, no, because cause you, I was keeping track of our picks. Oh, okay. You were, so you were so typing I was just typing into, into like Facebook. Facebook. Okay. Um, All right. Whatever. Yeah. What's the next game? Okay. Uh, Rams at San Francisco. So San Francisco, you know, they almost beat, you know, Seattle in Seattle. And, and that was one, of, I think that was my lock of the week that Seattle would cover that. So that didn't work out. Uh, yeah. I mean, the Seattle. Uh, I have Seattle, but they they stink. No, no, we're oh, talking about the Rams I mean, and San Francisco. I have St. Louis, but uh, they stink. I don't like. I'm not St. Louis. I, I love the, the coach, Rams, but I'm not. I'm you not buying. The, I'm not buying golf yet. Okay, so by St. Louis, you mean Los Angeles? Correct. Yeah. What did I say? Are you listening? Yeah, you, I said St. Okay. Louis. All right, fine. The Rams. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm going to take the 49ers because I'm not going to watch the game. I don't care, but I want to see What a bad game. We should, right. we should bet on uh, the ratings of that game. Yeah, speaking about another bad game, but this one we probably will watch because it's – well, it's 9.30 in the morning on Sunday for uh, for those on the East Coast. Uh, Baltimore-Jacksonville. Uh, Shot Khan continues to take his team to London, and we just subject uh, people in England to horrible, horrible football games. Is this game it, at 9.30, though? Yeah, it's 9.30 in the morning, Eastern. I mean, there's nothing I want more than 9.30 football, though. Yeah, but so when I was single, it'd be great because yeah, you can watch even more football. But now you know you have mm-hmm. to commit some time to the family. So yeah. I've been, well, you know. hopefully you'll be single again soon, and then like, you'll get back <laughs> to watching nine thirty games. Uh, Sunday, yeah, I, I actually Sunday I'm going to have fifteen I, members of my wife's family in my house. Why? You, I mean, that's that, like don't do that. Why? We're hosting don't you have any say? people for Rosh Hashanah. That's her parents, sense. like her grandparents, her siblings, her cousins, her uncles and aunts. Why would you do that? Her, her like, cousins, now, her now cousins' boy that. girlfriend. Oh God! This is this like, is why, why we got a big house with guest room. No, but that's why you don't get of it. Like I, I, I want to downsize my house, have no, less I, family listen, members. I completely agree with you. We uh, when we lived in an apartment in the city, we were in a three bedroom apartment. I wanted to move to a two bedroom apartment, which yeah, was a nicer yeah. apartment but had Maybe one fewer room. And she said, "Well, where where are people going to stay? Where are guests going to stay?" And like she thought she was making an argument against it. She was making yeah. an argument for it. Ridiculous. I, I enjoy I enjoy seeing people. I enjoy seeing my family. But like at the end of the night, they should go somewhere else. Right. I, I think people don't understand, like, uh, if you're not Orthodox, you don't understand the idea of, like, like the people having to stay by your house because, like, we don't drive and, uh, like, on, on Well, Saturdays but all the, like actually, that. everybody in her family does drive, so that's not an excuse. Right, but that's sort of why you're having them over. But also, like, well, no, okay, we also, like fair, it's, it's, it's also different. a cultural thing. Like, we don't make people stay at hotels, whereas I think, like, in the real world, sometimes people would do that. Well, like, even if, is, even if they were billionaires yeah. and there was, like, a four seasons next to your house, they would stay at your house. Oh no, my my parent, my parent, my dad's the opposite. My dad would never stay in our house. My dad stays in a hotel if it's two miles away. 
Well, that's a Jerry yeah, Chester move, but I think most people yeah. like culturally. Yeah, because Jer- Jerry sense. likes to be in his own space and you know doesn't want to like open drawers and find someone else's underwear or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he yeah. wants to open a drawer and find a Gideon's Bible. Yeah. So, but yeah, but now that I have a house, it's much different. When you're in an apartment, having guests is how like many death. bedrooms do you have? We have six. And you're putting up 15 people. There's still going to be like a lot of people everywhere. Yeah. So, so Jen's grandfather who can't go upstairs, he's staying in like the first floor in a room mm-hmm. that's not a bedroom. And then Jen's mom is staying there. I mean, do we really care about this? We discussing this on the podcast. The sleeping no, you don't, have to, like, you don't have to like say where everyone's sleeping. I'm just like pointing out how bad it is. And then your wife has to make six formal meals for fifteen people, right? Yeah, I like, and, I like how you say my wife because you uh, oh, you subscribe to those gender roles. You're cooking. <laughs> well, I don't know. How to first cook, of all, so. I, I'm I'm doing part of it. My wife's doing part of it. But all, to be fair, her family is like they've planned all the rent. We went and like bought like eight thousand dollars worth of groceries at, uh, at the mm-hmm. grocery store at like Costco. But she's um like the family's like they're all coming Tuesday night and they're. Do they pay you back? I think actually, I mean, I don't know why we're discussing this on the podcast, but yeah, my grandma, no, we're for sure my father-in-law did say to Jen, save the receipts, which is a nice classy move of his. So uh, we're getting free food. Then. Yeah, that is nice. No, because I like, oh, that's another thing. We have all these people. I was like, well, if it's just us, I don't care. But I don't want to like, well, especially when we, because we have a lot of people for. Yeah, it's not nothing. It, 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 it's literally like, it's literally going to be over a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. When we have people for Passover, thousands of dollars, yeah. and like you're right. Because if, if I want, if Russia, I invited them, I would, it would, I would be fine paying for it. But like, I didn't invite them; they just show up. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah is two days. Yeah, or three days this time. Then you have the Sabbath, which is a third yeah. day. So yeah, you got three formal dinners, yeah. three you know less formal, but sit down lunches, yeah. and so six meals with fifteen people. You just moved to a new neighborhood. You would have been invited out twenty times for these meals. You could have gotten all six meals out probably. I mean, maybe you live in a bad neighborhood, but like. Now you know what's having you over. You have your 15 people. So it's, Nobody's invited it, 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 I did actually point that out to my wife. Like socially, the holidays are a big time, especially you move to a new community. It's a big time. You can't, you could either have friends or family. This is what I've realized. Yeah. So we, know, we did, yeah, we got, we already got like a couple of invites and we, you know, we, so we've taken ourselves out of the running for Shoshana. Yeah. Yom Kippur is not really a, a socializing it's time. Funny. And then we're going to Israel for the other holidays. So yeah, so we, uh, we're going to be totally gone from the whole holiday window. That's it. You're not going to have friends like eight years from now. You're going to be like, why don't we have friends? Like, yeah. Because we had your dumb family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Because we're we're gonna come back from the holidays. We're gonna come back from Israel after the holidays. It's gonna be like late October, and nobody's gonna invite us because it's like you're not the gonna window. be new anymore. Yeah. yeah, you're not new to the community. Yeah, when you're new to the community, people. <laughs> By the way, this really happened to us. So we permanently missed like the window. Yeah, we missed the window. Like people like feel like oh, you know, we're not gonna invite them. They always have like her dumb, you know, family over or whatever. I'm I'm in, in putting the dumb. No, I'm just kidding. But like the. I, I, yeah, it, you, like you should have thought about it for All right, what's the next game? All right, so in England, as we said, Baltimore versus Jacksonville. Taking Baltimore, obviously. All right. And what a cream puff schedule to start for Baltimore. They play Cincy, who we now see is terrible. They play Cleveland, who's terrible. Yeah, Baltimore's good. Every year there's a 3-0 team that ends up stinking, and it's going to be Baltimore. Okay, uh, speaking of uh, Cincinnati, one of the garbage teams that Baltimore's benefited from, they go to Green Bay. Some people are saying this could be Eddie Dalton's last game as a starting quarterback that's for the Bengals. Is that an overreaction? No, that, I mean, it's yeah. insane. Like, I mean, fine. Bring in yeah. Adrian McCarron. You go right back to Dalton. Yeah, Adrian McCarron's not the solution yeah. to this team. No. And that, that, that team's not bringing Kaepernick, even though a lot of the players are whispering for him behind the scenes. I just want Kaepernick to get signed so we don't have to like, bring him up when every team has like a quarterback issue. Yeah. So do we want to talk about the Packers, you know, the egg they laid last night, or you just chalked it up to no offensive linemen, no receivers? No offensive linemen. And, you know, the, the, like Rodgers also got better. And Jordy Nelson goes out early. Nelson's, Nelson doesn't catch a pass. Uh, Rodgers also played poorly at the beginning of last well, year. Cause, yeah, and, and Cobb also left the game early with injury. Yeah, I don't, I don't lose a lot of sleep over that loss. All right, so they're still your Super Bowl winning team. Yeah. They're, or one of five, anyway. Well, yeah, well, one of one. They're going to win it. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. They're going to beat Cincy. Okay. Still looking for. Oh, we got the first disagreement. The Rams at San Francisco Thursday night game. All right. Uh, Dallas at Arizona. The traditional uh, Dallas home game in Arizona. Oh, God. I mean, what do you say about Arizona? So, week one, they're winning in Detroit in the fourth quarter. They blow it. And people are a little bit disappointed or concerned. Week two, they're playing Jacoby Brissett and possibly the 0-16 Colts. And, I mean, they just embarrassed themselves. I mean, they, they snuck out a win at the end, obviously. But um, deeply, deeply embarrassing performance for the Cardinals. Yeah, no, they should be ashamed. Uh, I think... Is this Carson Palmer's last year yeah, in the league? For sure. I mean, even if they, like, no matter what he sure. does, I, he just he doesn't have it anymore. He doesn't try and be a backup somewhere, no, you know, like uh, Matt Hasselbeck or Warren Moon. Or... Unless he, like, lost his money in Ponzi scheme. I don't think there's any reason to do that. <laughs> like half these guys have lost money in a Ponzi scheme recently. There's been so many stories. All right. Meanwhile, De- oh, yeah, Mark Brunel, that happened to him, right? In, uh, Sanchez, a lot of people. Okay. So, okay, but the, wh- wh- how do we explain Dallas then? They, you know, we picked Denver to uh, well, this to cover is what everyone win, does think, after two right? weeks. It's like, but, well, they beat them and they beat them. So now we understand. Like, it doesn't always yeah. work like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Dallas, so you're not worried about Dallas? No, no. Uh, the, you know what? Everyone, I mean, Denver everyone going defense. up against the Denver defense is going to like try and fire their offensive coordinator the next week. Every single team, because Denver defense is great. Yeah, but my my concern wasn't, uh, you know, but what happened to like the Cowboys vaunted offensive line? Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely been worse. It's definitely been. He had nine rushes for yeah, eight it's yards. Definitely been a little bit of a problem this year. But I, 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 I let's you know. Yeah. His his previous low was fifty one, so I think he'll be fine. Okay, so Dallas goes into Arizona and wins. Yeah, I want to find a way to take Arizona. Yeah, I know. I, I like. I it's think it'll be hard. close, but Dallas wins. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, uh, Denver at Buffalo. I mean, God, these games are so bad. Well, actually, I don't know. This could be decent. Buffalo's defense looked good. Uh, you know, and, and Buffalo, by the way, we talked about how Chicago should have won Week One against Atlanta. If Zay Jones hauls in that pass, it wasn't a perfect pass, but if Zay Jones hauls in that pass from Tyra Taylor, Buffalo wins in Carolina. All of a sudden, they're two and zero. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Buffalo's not bad. They're fine. They're not tanking. All right, so they're not tanking. All right, well, they're they're underdogs at home against uh against Denver. You thought they would. By be the way, I called that Buffalo Carolina game last week as being awful. And what was the yeah. final score? No scoring. Yes, yeah, I nine said thirteen nine, so it was a little high, but. Well, yeah, it would have been 10. By the way, Tyrod Taylor had about as good of a game in fantasy as you can have for a team who's quarterback because he never turns the ball over and he gets 50 yards rushing. So he still gave you 10 or 11 fantasy points. Yeah. Yeah. He, he sneaks in the five. He throws one touchdown. He always like sneaks in. Yeah. I'm kind of sick of him in fantasy, though. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. And I'm so down on Cousins. All right. Denver, Denver at Buffalo, Buffalo. A close game, but Denver wins. Yeah. I think actually I should have it ranked higher than I do. I feel bad. You have Denver winning. Um, I, I mean, look, Denver was so dominant last night. That's in my head. So, all right. I'm going to agree with you. I want to disagree, but I'm not. All right, Oakland at Washington. Washington loses at home in week one to Philadelphia. Very disappointing. But they uh, save their season, I really think, uh, flying across and uh, coming back to beat the Rams there. Uh, you know, Jared Goff. Well, we, we skipped over Jared Goff. But uh, do you still think Jared Goff is not an NFL quarterback, or do you think there's a chance he'll be competent? Uh, I th- Listen, if any- not, Notwithstanding the telegraphed interception to Cooper Cup, you know, at the end of the game there. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be a backup in the NFL. Yeah. I'm, I think he, he, might be, uh, he might be able to be a starter. I don't know. Still too soon to see. All right, but we're not talking about him though. Oakland at Washington. Um, Oakland's really good. Obviously, they they need a, in in hindsight, I guess they're winning week one. Tennessee's even more impressive because we saw Tennessee's actually uh, not terrible. Uh, the Jets is obviously just a preseason game. Yeah, I think that Oak. I, I think I, that Oakland I is really, really want to. I really want to take Washington. No, here. I'm not taking. I really want to take. No, Washington. I think Washington's going to fall apart. Did you see the statement they just put out about Sua Cravens, their second round pick last year? 
No. He like didn't want to play, and they kept bringing him back and forth, and like he's, he's like retired at one point in the offseason. So the statement that they put out is only one team in the league would ever put out this statement. Like the, the Redskins are basically the Trump of the NFL. Can we agree yeah, on that? Well, I said this so in the preseason. You disagreed with me. But go on. Go ahead. No, I agree now. Here's the statement. Today, the Redskins have officially placed Sua Cravens on the reserve left squad, squad list. In accordance with the NFL Constitution, Bilo Sua won't be permitted to return to the club for the remainder of 2017, including the playoffs. We sincerely hope, this is their official statement that they tweeted out. We sincerely hope that Sua uses this time away from the club to reflect upon whether or not he'd like to resume his career in the NFL in 2018. And, and what's the disagreement about? Uh, I'm not, it's not clear. I think he maybe wanted to retire and then he didn't and he's not sure. He's not happy about something. I mean, that's, you know, I, I've seen worse. Yeah. Um, but Raiders going to win by 10. I really want to disagree with you. You know what? Let's do it. Taking the Redskins. I'm, t- I'm taking Washington. I don't know why. Wow. Probably not a good idea. Don't. Tell so. think. There's just something wrong with the team this year. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't, I thought Oakland was a regression candidate. I, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. All right. We need to have some disagreements. So I'm taking Washington. Uh, that'll be a decent Sunday night game. Well, I'll be uh, breaking my fast. By the way, did you see the worst oh, take of all? Do you know Brick, Brick McHenry, the yeah. uh, ESPN reporter? Yeah. Fired? The, yeah, so, the woman, yeah. Did you see her awful take this week? I mean, she has awful takes every week. but Every week. She's like in the, in three weeks. She's she's gone from like an ESPN reporter to like, like uh, you know, poor man's Tommy Laren. She, she was already that. that like she had that thing where she like berated that poor woman once. Okay, but that yeah, but fine. That no, but she's always been like a hot being... take artist. She's always been like uh, auditioning for Fox News. That's a hot take artist to like say to tell some like uh, parking lot lady that she's ugly. That's a yeah, hot take. All right, just just tell me what she did. What's her hot take that I? So she tweeted like, um, you know, because people were like, Trump should stick to sports. He shouldn't talk about ESPN's ratings. And she's like, hmm, someone else, you know, didn't stick to sports and posted a picture of Obama figure, uh, filling out. Oh, yeah, bracket. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of the worst tweets I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. her, her, the ratio was really bad. You know the ratio yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about the ratio, yeah. 3,000 yeah, comments. comments by the way, the article on Deadspin written by a member of, as you like to call it, the dirtbag left, the, the, some of their examples are really bad because if a tweet is well, asking I don't know what a question, article, what are you talking about? There was an article explaining the ratio on Deadspin. Oh, okay. And they gave a couple of examples of people who are not, you know, who who are right of Deadspin, which means you know they're they're right of of, of Mao, but uh, but you know they're not they're not like Trump supporters for sure. And a couple of them were like like uh, what, what was the what was the name of that? Um, he's sort of a, a neo right? I forget his name, a, f- a foreign policy guy. Um, anyways, John, he he was I'm literally worried. asking. No, but he, no, he was asking a question. It was the tweet was literally asking a question, and so they're making fun of the fact that it had two hundred comments and only like fourteen retweets. Well, of course, because he's asking a question. Oh, right. If the, if your tweet is a question, not a rhetorical question, a legitimate question, hey, does anybody out there know why this, this, this? Right. Then yeah, of course yeah, you get more sure. comments than. Re- yeah. So that was a terrible example uh, by uh, whoever wrote that article for Deadspin. All right. Right. Oh, here. Yeah, I see seventeen thousand to six hundred. That's a real yeah. issue. Oh, that's what. Uh, that's what. What's your name? Got Britt McHenry. No, 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 no. I'm just like oh. on that article, and that's not a dirtbag left guy. That's David. David oh. Ruff. But sc- scroll Maybe down. Do you see the example I'm, I'm talking about in that? There's a tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're referring to. Yeah. Well, what's the what's the writer's name? What's the writer's name? It's in my head now. Oh, the guy who the guy who did the ask the yeah. question that article. You're looking at it. This is really um, podcasting. <laughs> I think I've said it three times. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> okay, whatever. You can't find it. All right, Kansas City at the Chargers. Uh, Kansas City looked really good again. 
Eli Lake. Oh, yeah, Ellie Lake. Eli, Ellie, whatever it is. Yeah. He, but he literally uh, started with question for anti-war. Yeah, he was asking so a legitimate question. He's going to have a bad Yeah, he wasn't trolling. He was asking a question. So. I do like the three his three true outcomes thing, that it was 198, 34, yeah. 83. Anyway, um, yeah, what's the game? Kansas City at the Chargers. Chargers going to fall to 0-3. I think the Chargers have this to win gonna this game. It's going to be a really good game. Chargers have to win this game. 24-23 KC. Koo misses another field goal with no time left. Yeah, uh, Bill Simmons won't stop apologizing for him. But, like, let's remember, like, he was not expecting to win the job. And, you know, maybe there's a reason for that. I hate to say it. But I got nothing against him, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, yeah I, I, have, uh, I have the Chargers winning this game. I just think, you know, third time's a charm. They've had some bad luck the first two games. All right, uh, maybe I have this game too high. Atlanta at Detroit. Who knows from Detroit? We've only seen them one game so far. Atlanta looked really impressive. Atlanta's going to go into Detroit and win, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to see what it, what Detroit does yeah, tonight. If Detroit but, looks really good against the Giants, uh, I reserve the right to switch my pick on that one. I agree. I might even pick them if Detroit like really looks yeah. good tonight. Right now, I'll say the, the Falcons by a touchdown. All right. Uh, New Orleans at Carolina. You know, I only have this high because, you know, divisional opponents, I, they, you know, New Orleans has an offense, so it can keep things interesting. Carolina's defenses look great through two weeks, but their offenses looked really, really bad, right? It, there's no better, there's nothing better to get your offense going yeah, than facing uh, He's just really inaccurate. I, I don't like Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, you know, if, if Cam Newton can't, you know, score two or three touchdowns against the Saints, it's uh, really bad news. Uh, you know, they're obviously, they're out without Greg Olson now on offense. By the way, Sean Payton, when you look at the 0-2 teams, there's eight 0-2 teams, and the Giants could become 0-2 also tonight. Yeah. But most of them are the expected teams, right? The Jets, the Browns, the 49ers. But hold on. The Saints were pretty big underdogs in both their games. They were expected to be 0-2. Right. Right. It's not like they have horrible losses, yeah. but listen, they could lose this game too. And at a certain point, Payton's also going to be on the chopping block. Well, that's sort of why, you know, in the preseason, I and I remember like I asked you for wins pool. I didn't want to take the Saints because I thought their schedule, yeah, I think they're going to start 1-5 just because of their schedule. And at that point, who knows what happens? Does Peyton finish out the season? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, yeah, so uh, no. we both have Carolina winning here. All right, we got to find at least a third disagreement. Okay, we got four games left. Houston at New England. Uh, this game I had high because I thought that the playoff game was actually surprisingly close last year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I want to see Houston's defense. Uh, you know, the Saints obviously had no defense, but we saw what a good defense can do to the Patriots in week one. So I want to see what Houston yeah. can do. Obviously, the Patriots are going to win this game, but. I thought the spread was way too high. It's 13. I, you and I both thought it would be in single digits, the spread. Yeah, way too high. I mean, I, I mean, I, the Patriots kind of do own Houston. So, I, I mean, I'm obviously picking the Patriots to win. And I know, let's be honest. Like, Deshaun Watson, like everybody's celebrating, he had one good play against Cincy, and it was a phenomenal play. But the other 59 minutes of that game, he did not look good. Yeah, I don't think he's good right now. I do think he will be good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably too high on this game. All right, uh, we both have New England. Uh, the next game, I'm definitely too high, and I ranked it when I thought Sam Bradford was playing, in which it was going to be a really good game. Uh, Case Keenum at home against Tampa Bay. If Case Keenum's playing, I'm picking Tampa Bay. But if Bradford's playing, I'm yeah, picking Yeah, this game Minnesota. should be much lower also. If Keenum's playing, this is not like yeah. Oh, if Keenum's playing, it's terrible. Yeah, Keenum's unwatchable. Uh, yeah, so the Bucks, the Bucks, no matter what. I, I like. Oh, the you're Bucks picking here. the Bucks even if Bradford's playing? Yeah, because I don't think he'll be healthy. Well, I mean, they're only going to play him if he's healthy. I think that's the point. They're not taking any risks with him. Right. But. Yeah, well, I said before he's not going to play, so I'll be consistent and pick them. All right, well, I will say this. Last or last year when the Vikings started 0-5-0, and you picked them to lose all five games. And uh, this year you've picked the Vikings to lose all three games so far. So you're only 1-1. Okay. So better than last time. All right. Um, yeah, and I really have nothing to say unless Bradford's back. All right, Seattle at Tennessee. Interesting game. I think two playoff teams quite possibly. I think Tennessee has to be the favorite to win that division right now. This is a very good game. Yeah. This is a really interesting game. A lot of field goals. There's going to be a lot of field goals in this game. I'm telling you now. It's a lot of like bend but don't break defense. 
1916 Tennessee. I mean, Oakland went into Tennessee and spanked them pretty badly. Um, Seattle's offense has really looked bad so far. I don't know. Last year they started slow. Even the year before they started slow, but then they got going. So what? What? Why does it take you know Russell Wilson and company? Why are they bad in September and October? I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that they you thought like, Seattle was going to be favored by the way. The and and it's weird that they like don't have like a, a SEC yeah. level offensive line um, every year. Should I disagree with you here? Tennessee winning it. I don't buy Tennessee. I'm sorry. Sorry, Johnny Dieselbear. I'm going to take Seattle here. So that's our fourth disagreement of the day. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle to win on the road. And uh, the fifth uh, disagreement, maybe. Uh, Giants at Philly. I don't know why I have this as the best game of the week. I don't know what I was thinking when I made this rankings. <laughs> yeah, no, this is not a great game. I don't know what you're doing. I mean, this is like what like the national media does when they hype up any game in the NFC East. Yeah, no, this is... Yeah, I don't know what I did here. Maybe I just maybe I just got tired and forgot to rank this one, and so it was just left last. <laughs> That's entirely possible. Giants at Philly. Uh, Philly has looked pretty good. Giants, who knows? We'll have more to say after tonight's game, but this podcast is going up before that. I, I'll take Philly because they're at home and because, you know, just to be safe. Because Eli Manning might, you know, I think Bill Simmons said on his podcast, it's actually a valid point. If uh, if Eli Manning hadn't won two Super Bowls, people would be talking about him the way they talk about Carson Palmer. Like, all right, you know, it's time to uh, bench this guy. Um, No one's benching Eli. 538 just put a big thing out today that was like, Eli's the most mediocre guy in the league. Yeah. Well, that's been my take for years. He said, he said, well, you think he's below average at this point. You don't think he's mediocre. They're, well, they're no, in my quarterback rankings, I think I have him at about 19 or so, something like that. Okay. He, he's, you know, he's better than Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. He's, but when healthy, he's, when he's, he's worse than Sam Bradford, for sure. When healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather be on my team than Sam Bradford right now, just because, you know, Sam Bradford doesn't have any knees or any you know, cartilage. All he has is bones, I guess. But all right. So uh, we're, both ta- we're both taking Philly in this game, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, this was an episode, as I say, after our mediocre. No, this was a good one. I, I, this was, uh, you know, other than the, the dead air and the. Well, and the problem really is it, it's tough. It. We're doing these on Monday because it's before all the games have been played. We can't give the updates to the 32 fans fantasy league, which I know people have been asking for. So no, no one is asking for it. But oh, wait, did you read the since we talked a little current events during this episode? Maybe we'll do that more this season. Did you read the like uh, lady who couldn't get into Harvard who killed her kid article? So my what? Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a spoiler a alert. That's like the article is set up in a way that you don't find that out to the very very end. Oh, I read a different article then. I re- maybe I I read an article, maybe a, a separate one. Where did you read an article about the article? Did you read the article in the New York Times? Or did you read a read? Yeah, I. Oh, okay. Maybe there's maybe there was like a follow up about maybe there's a follow up like from. Well, okay, so to be honest, I didn't actually read the article because what happened is, is my wife gave me like a twenty minute. Are you sure? Because the one I read, it starts off with. Oh, okay. So my wife gave my wife. Okay, so maybe my wife is just a better storyteller than the author. Because my wife gave me like a detailed twenty-minute play-by-play of this entire article, and she set up the whole thing about her redemptive Mm -hmm. story. And then at the very end, she says, "You find out what she actually did." And so the whole point is, the whole time you're reading this, and you're totally on her side, and then you find out what she did, and then all of a sudden, like the conflict comes into play. So maybe I'm. But I don't. I don't know. Maybe I read like the the Marshall Project one, not the New York Times one, because it says murder her son in the first. Oh, okay, line. yeah. So, so then, and then my wife asked me. She's like, "Well, did you read it like the next day?" And I'm like, "Well, I can't really read it because you, you know, you uh, the sixth sense me. You told me the whole thing. I find out. I find out the uh, no, but that's not the that's see, but I didn't. So you didn't even see it. Okay, well, either way. Uh, so I, I I heard about the article in great detail, but I did not read it. 
And what was Jen's take, Dr. Jen's take? Well, it's kind of like what I just said. You're reading this article and you're seeing somebody who came from extraordinarily unfortunate circumstances, was effectively raped as a, as, as a child, basically, and had this, uh, had this child, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, had no education, had no access to anything. And, and, and despite all that, has an incredible, you know, comeback in life, effectively. But, but that, in but yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in prison, a place that is not in America, by and large, a place where people really do get rehabilitated, people, especially people who are convicted mm-hmm. of capital crimes like that. And then sort of miraculously, she, she becomes like a, you know, a PhD candidate at Ivy League schools and she's like, you know, a really impressive self-made person. Yeah. And then we find out what she did when she was 20 years old, which is like deeply, deeply cruel, even for somebody who was personally abused herself. Like, I mean, that's like really, really awful what she did and how she did it. So. Well, the, part of it is that there's so much mystery behind what happened even. Well, so, okay. So again, the, the body, they've never found the body of, of she killed the kid. She, I, I think she left the kid at home. For like a week, and he just died because he was really. So what? Which I don't think she was what 20. Jen told me. Uh, yeah, I think she had the kid when she was sixteen, and she was and then twenty. They've when never, she did. they've never found the, they've never found the body. Oh, and okay. So, they like she. You know, there's some like it, you know, it's not like uh, super clear what happened. It's not like she's very repentant. Well, so reading the article would have helped. What Jen told me is that she basically she intentionally starved her own child to death by leaving the house and maybe with no food or something. I don't know, but yeah, it seems like it. So, but was that an act? Was that intentional, or was that just grossly irresponsible? Because again, she was right. twenty years old and wasn't. She was pissed at the kid, maybe. But, um, but the part. The, so, to me, what it turns on, and again, not having read the article, I don't know. Although I'm opining on it, is is her perspective now, twenty years later, now with the benefit of education and sociological studies and everything else, is her position? I deeply regret the horrible fucked up thing that I did. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging the reality of my circumstances that led me to do that. Or is her position, because if that's the case, I think I can forgive her and support her. Or is her position, which I thought Jen said it was, kind of like she still won't really acknowledge what she did. Yeah. And I said to Jen, I'm like, well, you can't really get paroled right. if you don't express. You And Jen says, well, I think she expressed remorse for her daughter, for her kid dying, but she didn't express remorse for her. Yeah, but no, I think she's like such a superstar in jail that they like really want to parole. They paroled her even an extra two months early so she could start. Yeah, so she could. Time. Yeah. Yeah, but but again, like so, and again, I should probably read this article to find out for myself. But you, you, from what you read, does it sound like she feels really bad for what she did, and she's disgusted, or she won't really discuss it? No, it sounds like sounds like it's off topic, basically. Yeah, so then I then I don't really feel like I can, you know, I don't know. Right, and nobody has a right to like go to Harvard. Yeah, well, so Harvard didn't accept her, right? She's going to NYU or something. Harvard didn't accept her for Harvard. I think accepted her and then said no. Harvard Yale accepts everybody. Accept they, they, they take Sean Spicer, so yeah, they took, they took, <laughs> they, they took me. Here. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know, but I don't know. This maybe this was too heavy for to bring up. I sort of forgot how like uh, how heavy it goes, but uh, yeah, like dead children. Like this is how we end our podcast today. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's. So that we we start with WNBA and we ended with dead children. People are going to be mad. On all right. We're not editing this out. We're leaving it all in. We'll leave it in, but let's let's end on a on a more positive note. What what do you what do you you know? And and in the middle we had the nightmare of you having fifteen family members come over. <laughs> so which which is really the worst thing that happened in this podcast? Are you are you like the I'm gonna like stay in my room the whole time because I have fifteen family members over? No, then I'd become like persona non grata in her family. You can't do that. I mean, I hear, but also like you got to be like the social coordinator. Ah, that's awful. So, and are there kids? Are they bringing kids, or you have the only kids? We, well, I mean, we have the only kids under like ten. No, okay, so that's not that bad. It's there's not like, like there's like yeah, there's like college age people. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's not kids even. Those are grown ups. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we have the only kids. Right, that sounds awful. I hope you have. Uh, it's it can't be higher than a D minus, but I hope you have a D minus time this weekend. <laughs> Thank you uh, to you as well. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.